0: Welcome to the Amazing Grace Podcast Show with Tamla Coleman. We pray that you will be inspired, blessed, and encouraged by what you hear weekly as you tune into Amazing Grace on the Faith Broadcast. Now your
1: host, Tamla Coleman.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Amazing Grace with Tamela Coleman. All praises to God, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall, I said we shall, rejoice and be glad in it. And if you're tuning in today to Amazing Grace, I want you to know that this show is about encouraging, inspiring, through testimonies, relationships, and most importantly, the love of God. I am so excited to bring on special guests to speak about their trials, their struggles, their deliverance, and their breakthroughs, and informative topics. I am truly honored to bring shows that will change, inspire, and motivate you each and every week. So tonight, I have a special guest with me on the show this evening. He is a master coach of habit and behavior change in health and overall wellness. He is a determined man of God to make a change in the lives of others. He is also a dad and a worship leader. Awesome. Praise God. I would like to welcome my guest For the evening, Mr. Dom Campbell. How are you doing this evening, Mr. Campbell?
1: I'm doing really, really well. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. And I am so delighted to have you on the show this evening, and I'm super excited to hear what God has been doing in your life. So just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Okay. Um, My name is Dom Campbell. I live in New Jersey, and I have... Uh, two kids, ages 11 and 9. I'm a divorced dad. And I'm a worship leader. As you mentioned, I'm a worship leader of 35 years. I've been doing that a long time. And I absolutely love it. It's one of the things I love to do. And I'm also a master coach of habit and behavior change in health and overall wellness. And uh, that has been wonderful. I've been coaching people now for about five years online. And I recently earned my certification this year, So it's just been, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. Um, but prior to that, I started out in IT and yeah, yeah. I went to school for IT, completely, a completely different world, really. And um, yeah, over the years, I just, um, I, I had an accident back in my 20s and I grew up, well, even before that, I'm going to back up. I grew up a heavyweight kid and mm-hmm. I was that kid that was always the last kid picked on the kickball team growing up. You know, that Mm -hmm. awkward kid, um, (laughs) kind of introverted and kept to himself and was always awkward. That was me. I was that kid. And so in my 20s, I had an accident, and it required me to go for some PT. And I started working out as a result of that after PT, and that's really the first time I... Discovered my health and my wellness for the first time. Um, I, at that point in time, I was about 250 pounds at my heaviest. I'm only about five foot eight, so I was pretty round at the time. And uh, I lost, I started losing weight because I was, you know, working out more. And in that first year, I think I lost about 40 pounds. And then I just got more and more interested in that, and I lost another 40 pounds the next year. And I was able to keep that 80 pounds off for over 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and it was pretty amazing, you know, consistency is a beautiful thing, <laughs> right? When you do something consistent, yeah, it exactly. really, yeah, there's so much blessing in consistency. Mm-hmm. So I did what the typical American person does when they, you know, as they get older, you get married, you have kids, you get a dog, you buy a home, and then I had a divorce. And mm-hmm. It wasn't really something that I wanted, but it was just something that, you know, it is what it is. And coming out of the divorce, I had gained about half that weight back. The divorce took about a year and a half, two years. And during that time, it was like I went right back to my old habits and behaviors when I was a kid. I was eating the way I used to eat. I stopped going out to the gym. It was really just about trying to get through the day, right, Mm right? sometimes hour by hour and Mm -hmm. I started having anxiety attacks and I was put on medications for that and so by the time the divorce was over and I moved out we each moved out into our own places I was sitting in my home and I'm just like you know this isn't this isn't what I signed up for God this isn't like this is not what it was supposed to be right you know I'm a worship leader I've been doing everything I should be doing I've been doing great at the job. I'm raising my family. I'm a hands-on dad, right? I'm not a checked out dad. I'm a hands-on dad. And it just, I was really upset and just Mm -hmm. angry and did a lot of praying and really just fell down to my knees and just said, God, you need, I'm done. You need to fix this. I really just washed my hands of it and gave it completely over, gave it completely over to him. Mm -hmm. And that night at two o'clock, I woke up. It was only the second night I was in my new home. I had boxes all over the place. And I woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I decided I was going to get up and unpack boxes since I had so many of them. Since I couldn't go to sleep, at least I was going to be productive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I got up Mm -hmm. and I started unpacking boxes. And he more or less revealed to me that you know my priorities were really upside down. Mm-hmm. that i had basically put you know my then my my wife my kids my job like everything was above me and him <laughs> everything else and he made me realize it's like Dominic you got to make me a priority first and then you got to make you a priority and then your kids and then everything else like mm-hmm. you got to completely flip it flip it around And I didn't even realize this happened to me. You know, it kind of happened little by little over time. I was a worship leader in my church since 13 years old. And this kind of happened over time, you know. Life kind of does its thing to you sometimes. And sometimes you lose perspective when life gets a hold of you like that. And so, you know, I was like, wow, all right, so help me with this. Because I can't afford to go to the gym now and... You know, I can, I can do what I can to eat better. And so I was like, all right. So he, he made me realize I had to put my priorities back in order. And in doing that, within 60 days, I lost the weight um, that I had gained and was feeling good. I felt like a completely new man in two months, like a completely different man in two months. My outlook changed. I was more positive. Um, I just had like this pep in my step, And I felt like I was the dad that I was meant to be at that point because I felt like I was modeling good behaviors for my kids. I didn't want my kids to grow up the way I grew up as a heavyweight kid, being last to be picked on the kickball team. I wanted them to be, you know, I wanted them to understand what healthy, growing up healthy and, and happy was all about. And so, and doing it the right way. And so, you know, that he, ha- he has allowed me to do that. You know, I'm now in a better place. I've been role modeling for my kids just by being myself. And they've picked up, they understand, you know, what it's like, what it means to be healthy, what it means, how important exercise is. And not only that, but how important it is to exercise our faith muscles too, right? Because we have faith muscles, and we're going to talk about that. I want to talk about that a little bit later on the call, but... Um, but, yeah, just everything, you know, once I got my priorities, priorities in check, everything started coming around. It, it, it really was amazing.
0: Wow. And, you know, I'm just listening to you speak, and, you know, our focus should be on God because yeah. he's the first, and because yeah. he is first, we have to put him first, and, you know, sometimes our priority, you saying, you know, I was going to ask you the question anyway, but you kind of summed that up about prioritizing and how we should prioritize. Sometimes we lose that, and we become unbalanced, and, yeah. you know, I was just reading some things about um, that you had written. You, written to, you wrote to me, actually, in a um, your story, just a short, brief story, and you stated the reason why you became, um, you know, the uh, coach for having a behavior change is to help people that are sick of being sick and tired yes. and feeling sick and tired and yes. trying to find a balance, you know, in their daily lives. And, yes. you know, it, it's very much um, our lives are like a balancing act. And we're always you know just a step away from a fall if we don't but we're not careful, we'll step away from a fall, and we're constantly trying to move forward with our purpose and to achieve our goals every day. We all are doing that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but where's the balance
1: you know That's are we exactly trying to right. keep
0: in the you know are we trying to um keep the an balance and and different various elements of our lives or you know and I'm guilty of that too because I have many hats I juggle many things daily and sometimes it's like okay um, you got to sit down it's time to rebalance it's time to get back and, and put God first and you know so that he can balance you and and saying that Mr. Campbell would you agree that uh, we must set goals towards those things that are most important and prioritize, prioritize our lives more
1: oh gosh yes Absolutely. Um, in working with, with the clients that I work with, not only do I really help them identify and set them, but mm. we take the time to prioritize them. And we all know that when something's not a priority for us, yes. we don't spend the time or the energy or our treasure towards it. We don't. Mm. But, when some, but when something is put on our heart to be really important, to be a strong priority and we want that bad enough, we don't go around saying, I don't have the time or I can't afford it. Those words never come out of our mouth. Our language is very different, right? When something is really important to us, we, we ask ourselves the questions, how can I, what can I do to, these are the kinds of questions. And so, so often, um, especially when it comes to our health and wellness. We have a so many people, especially parents, parents are really guilty of this. They put themselves last. Yes, right. And and the order, the order is God, you, your children. It's interesting because you know Everybody, most people have flown on an airplane, most people, maybe not everybody, but a good number of people have flown on an airplane. And, and the instructions when an airplane is about to, to, when an airplane is going down and the oxygen masks come out of the ceiling, mm-hmm. they don't say give, your, give the guy next to you the oxygen mask first. They say you take the air first Why?
0: Why? and then
1: you give the oxygen mask to the other guy. Because if you're dead <laughs> right? Can't you can't help the other guy. And, and this is kind of where I was at at the end of my divorce, right? I was mm-hmm. operating. My cup of life felt empty. It was very dry. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to pour into the, to other people's cups with my mm-hmm. own empty cup. And it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. Exhausting. But when I turned my priorities upside down, when I put God first, and then I focused on me on what I needed to do to make myself well. Well, then my cup was full. And, and not just full, but brimming with abundance in ways that most people who don't, who've never experienced this, can't even begin to fathom what the abundance is like. But your cup is just so overflowing that you almost have to pour into other people's cups. Yes. It, 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 it's, it's an amazing thing. And it, it comes out of joy. It's not exhausting. It's yeah. actually, it's exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's just, it's an amazing thing. And I'm getting the goosebumps talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just love this. And this is this is what I do with my clients. You know, I help them identify those things that are really important to them that they want to work on. And God... God is in that equation. He has Mm -hmm. to be. He Mm -hmm. has to be. When we're talking about habit and behavior change, it's almost impossible to do by yourself.
0: Definitely, because we can't do anything in and of ourselves. We need God, and I just love it when you just make this little comment. It is really big. Like you said, goosebumps. You gave me goosebumps. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to pour into someone else' empty cup on your with your empty cup. You can't fill into somebody else's cup. And now, God, when you when you when you are not overwhelmed with everything that's going on with your life, when you are balanced, then your cup is, you know, which begins to be full, and then you can't help but to fill somebody else's cup because then after a while, you know, you're going to need to refill your cup. We have yeah. to take care and balance ourselves um, first because we can't help anybody. That's always, I always tell others that I talk to, you know, you have to be in your best health, health wise in order to help somebody else because, you know, we need to be able to live our best life. We want to be able to live our best life and to have a balanced life where we're not so overwhelmed you know with um, the stresses of the day and I'm really just preaching to the church and preaching to myself tonight because I too have had that moments where I've been unbalanced at moments I it's like Lord, okay what I need you you know I need you to pour back into me because I'm empty you know I'm just I'm empty right now and I'm trying to help other people but God, I need you to fill me back up again. And he would do it. And, you know, when we're balanced, then we can just do some some things and and really pour into the lives of other people. And I wanted to ask you as well, you know, in your coaching, um, what do you use, you know, to teach people? What types of um, meditation? Do you use meditation to balance, you know, to help people balance themselves mentally and spiritually?
1: Yes, yes. It's changing... um Yes, in, in changing habits and behaviors in your health and overall health, in your health and overall wellness, it's really much more than just exercising every day and being mindful of what you're feeding your body. It's also taking a look at your rest time and our prayer and meditation time. And it's so important to believe in something that's greater than yourself. And you know, I'm a Christian, so for me, God and His Son Jesus Christ. That's what it's about for me. Right. But regardless of what religion you practice, it's just as important to exercise your faith, your faith muscle. It has to be, it has, it has to be fed the same way. Right. It needs to be exercised. It needs to be fed. Mm -hmm. What happens if we don't feed ourselves every day? What happens if we don't Mm -hmm. feed ourselves food every day? Right. We get weak and we die. Yeah. And the same thing is with the faith muscle. If we don't feed our faith muscle, it's going to get weak and it's going to die. What happens if we don't move our bodies and exercise every day? We yeah. become weak and we get die. Well, and we die. If we if we don't move in our faith, what happens? Yeah. Our faith becomes weak and it dies. Okay. And so it's this is a part of the balance, right? If you want overall health and wellness, it's so much more than just, exercising or working out or being mindful of what's on your plate. That's only one aspect of it. And it's an important aspect when, it, when you're talking about your physical being. Mm-hmm. But you also got to consider your spiritual being too, because if you only focus on the physical being, you're not going to be operating in balance. Right. And it's not going to last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a temporary... If you're trying to, let's say you're trying to lose 20 pounds and you just focus on your, the physical side of it, it's going to be a temporary solution because you haven't adopted the same habits and behaviors across the other aspects of your life.
0: Yes. And that's it. You know, we have to have to feed our spirit, our spiritual being. We have to make sure that we're fed that way. You know, I see so many people that they spend a lot of time in exercising. They're, they spend a lot of time in building their bodies, but then they don't spend enough time building their spirit, you know, and really training their spirit and praying every day and meditating. And, you know, it's really just giving the submitting themselves to God. And really you have to feed the spirit because without that you're nothing. You can't do anything. I I just believe in, you know, um, trusting God, knowing that I am nothing without him. I can do nothing without him. I can't move. I can't think. I can't do anything without God and so my focus has to be on the one that that is the first the last the alpha and the omega i have to believe that i have to balance my life and know that he's going to fill that cup and he continues to fill it even when it's running over <laughs> yes. and, and you know it's just continue you know it's continuous it's like okay Lord you're filling me up now help me to fill somebody else out help me to pour into the life of somebody else and yes. when you do that God is just going to continue to fill you and, and it's just linking in his spirit just really abiding in him and yes. so and, and I want to ask you you know I know you going through your, through your divorce and and you were saying in um, the beginning of the show that, you know, at that time you began to put back on the weight that you initially lost. And I know that sometimes, you know, when we go through things, you know, we kind of try to feed the body,
1: yeah, <laughs> the, flesh,
0: I the physical mm-hmm. body, you know. It's like a person that's depressed. You know, it yeah. seems that a person's depressed won't eat, but they eat more when they're depressed. Yeah. So, you know, in dealing with you, you were dealing with, you know, with some pains, you were dealing with some hurts, you were dealing with some things that you're like, God, you know, why is this happening, you know, and then you're trying to feed your physical body and then you're saying when you just when you spoke about just the at night and, you know, just God speaking to you, mm-hmm. that's something that God is, is really, if we open our ears and just listen to the spirit of God, then yeah. he will start telling you my son, my daughter, you know, this is not what you need to, this is not what I have for you and you yeah. are feeling that way you know yeah. because you thought father's like this is i'm stuck you know i'm right. in a place of complacency because of what i'm going through and you know and and do you believe that it's important to make a conscious decision to balance our lives and not succumb to complacency
1: oh gosh yes and and you know just to step back just for a second you, you know we were talking about the um the prayer and the meditation time Mm -hmm. part of part of the important the most important part of that is quiet time yes because i mean that's when god spoke to me in the quiet time of 2 a.m in the morning Mm -hmm. god also tends to talk to me a lot when i'm driving whenever i don't play the radio Mm -hmm. a lot so it's just dead time for me driving and it's just uh, yeah that's when he grabs a hold of me quiet Mm -hmm. time right he doesn't it's very hard for God to speak to you in the busyness of your day, mm. right? But it's in the quiet of your heart and of your mind that he's able to really come through clearly and give you the direction that you need. But, um, but yeah, I absolutely do believe that it's important to make a conscious decision to balance our lives. Um, it, it, it's not just a conscious decision. It's a strong decision. It's setting that kind of intention that the intention is a seed that sets the tone and direction for what we want to do and where we want to go. Mm -hmm. And it's not just something you do when you think about it. It's a daily thing you need to do, right? Because if you don't set that intention, if you don't make that conscious decision every single day, you will succumb to, to complacency and we're left off guard essentially and that's when it allows all the temptations to come in and take over and win
0: and i like that it said left off guard left off guard and sometimes you know it's it's easy because temptation is you know the weakest time In our lives is when, you know, the temptation comes in and you were at your your weakest moment. We all have had those moments when we're weak, you know, but we have to continue to be conscious of uh, really dying to ourselves daily. We have to die to ourselves daily, and when we make that conscious decision, Lord, when I wake up in the morning, God, you're in control. You know, I thank you for the provisions you have for me today. I thank you, Lord God, for just leading me today, and I give it all to you because I don't know what I'm going to face today, but I'm going to die to myself today daily it has to be a conscious decision and you know sometimes a lot of people get stuck in complacency as you said because you know we're so used to you know the routine you know the daily yeah. routine and it's like okay well i do this this certain time and this certain time you know it's and and, and you know we don't take the time to really focus on god meditate and pray, and like you said, in that quiet time, that's when God really wants your attention. That's when you oh, can yeah. really get your attention because you know the lives we live in today is so busy. You know, you know everything is just pretty much like instant microwaves, and everything is busy, and you're and noise is everywhere. And like you said, in the during the drive to work, that's my time with God. That's my time that I spend with God. Um, in my quiet time, in my automobile, and I'm driving to work. And even when there's nobody at home, I use that time to spend my time with God. It's just throughout the day, whatever time, I'm just so anxious to spend some time with God. And it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that's a meditation. That's meditation that's balancing myself mentally and spiritually. And I want to just thank you so much because this has truly been some good information for not only my listeners I know but for myself as well because, you know, sometimes I feel that my life is sometimes of no effect and I can't accomplish anything and bark out and overwhelm and succumb to so many different things. But then, you know what, Uh, at the end of the day, God, I thank you for allowing me to see another day and make it through another day. And now I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to have my relaxed time with God and my quiet time, and I'm going to balance myself. You know, we have to learn to do that. So I want you to encourage our listeners this evening and, you know, give us some advice to, you know, to keep their lives in balance in order to enjoy a productive life.
1: Well, some of the things that, um, that I do, and I also work with my clients in doing and developing, um, the very first thing is starting each day with a measurable intention towards mm-hmm. something that, that will make your health and overall wellness a priority. And I'm talking more, the intention has to be more than, well, I'm going to be happy today, because that's, mm-hmm. that's not really measurable. Something that you do above and beyond, um, something that you do not something that you're feeling, something that you do above Mm -hmm. and beyond normal. So physically speaking, move. Get your body moving. Do something more than you're normally doing. You don't necessarily have to go to a gym to get exercise. You can go walking. You can put some music on in the house and dance around and have some fun, put some worship music on. Have a blast. I do that with my kids. We have a great time. Um, The other thing is spiritually, right? Set an intention spiritually for prayer time, meditation time, and or quiet time every day. Doesn't have to be a lot of time. Doesn't have to be an hour. Ten minutes, just that, just to give yourself that little bit of space. And then the last thing is what I call personal development time, and that's getting into the Bible or listening to audio tapes. I enjoy listening to Joyce Meyer. I like John Maxwell. He's one of my favorites,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and just. I'll listen to a YouTube on them or I'll, I'll read. And just doing that for 10 or 15 minutes a day too because that, that feeds your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you often will learn some things and gain some different perspectives by listening to, to leaders like that and then listening to people like you too, your radio show. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of thing. It's the same kind of personal development. It's wonderful, mm-hmm. you know? The second thing is to keep the intention, and this is where most people fall apart. People have start, off, start out with wonderful intentions, but then they, they fail to follow through and follow through with them. So the idea to, to follow through with them is to really plan and prepare. So if you're moving, block out the time in your calendar to, to go for that walk, or to spend with the family dancing around the house, or whatever it is you're doing. Set that time aside so that you can so that you have that. Right when, when you're talking about your meal time, right, physically speaking, feeding yourself physically, mm-hmm. set time out to, to make your meals, right? Set time out to, to do your shopping. Make the time to prepare your meals and, and to prepare ahead. Right? I know my weeks are very, very busy, my evenings especially, so I don't have a lot of time to make dinner. So I'll prepare ahead on Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, I'll, I'll prepare the food ahead or I'll, I might even cook some of it ahead to kind of speed up the preparation during the week. Do these things to help you stay on track, to keep your intention throughout the week. And then in your worship and prayer time too, put that on your calendar so that you mm-hmm. stick to it. These things, all of these things, right, need to be non-negotiables. Your intentions need to be non-negotiables. They're, they shouldn't be set and then it's like, oh, well, if, it's, if it's convenient, I'll do it. Right, That's not really an intention at that point. It becomes a wish, not an mm-hmm. intention. Right? To keep the intention, you've got to approach it with the mindset of it being a non-negotiable. And then your intentions will, will work for you. Your intentions become very, very strong. And um, like I was saying earlier in the call, when, um, when you keep doing things over and over again every day, yeah. that's when things really start getting momentum and going. And when God's involved in that, when God's hand is on that, pff, yeah. forget about it. Okay. You're going to win. There's, you can't do anything else but win because you're working in or you're working with Him. You're doing yeah. your part; He's doing His. Yeah. He's He's got you. It's amazing. And then the last thing I call it the critter brain because <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll set the intention, and then this critter brain starts mm-hmm. operating in you, right? And you know he'll kind of tell you, well, you don't really have to do it today, or your feelings, I don't really feel like doing it, or I'm not in the mood, or I'm, I'm too tired to get up, or what, whatever the excuse of the moment is, right? I call that critter brain thinking. And, um, you know, it, the devil's working on you. The devil will sit there and tap dance on my shoulder, whispering all the lies into my ear, triggering my critter brain. When that happens, you want to do the opposite of what the critter brain is telling you to do so if you don't feel like it you do it anyway if you're too tired you do it anyway right you do the opposite of what of what you of what that critter brain is leading you to do you've gotta head into this with the attitude that you can you will and you must and there's no negotiating with the critter brain
0: No negotiating. I love it. I love it. Personal development and do it with good intentions. Non-negotiable. That is awesome. Non-negotiable. And sometimes, you know, we do allow our emotions, our feelings to take over, you know, our decision-making, but it should be non-negotiable. It's it's just, we can't even think about it. Just like, just, you know, just make a decision. Okay, I'm going to do it no matter what I'm feeling, what it looks like, what it feels like. I'm going to do it anyway because this is my personal development. And you were talking about George Myers as one of your um, uh, people that you listen to, ministers you listen to. Now, Joe Osteen is one of those. I listen to probably like 24-7. And I get a lot of encouragement from him as well and other ministers as well. You know, I take the time to feel my spirit, you know, every day. Because we don't know what we're going to encounter every day. We need to be strengthened. We need to be empowered. We need to be spiritually um, um, empowered and mentally. And, you know, I've just been so blessed with you tonight, Mr. Campbell. You've truly given some great information tonight, and I'm sure my listeners have been blessed as well. So let our listeners know, you know, how they can reach you and any social media contacts, and you know, if they want to get in touch with you, to be a coach, you know, to master, and there'll be a master coach for them. Give that us some that would be
1: awesome. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, my Internet site is D-O-M, Campbell. C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L dot com. And you can also call me at 732-867-8770. I also have a Facebook page at Coach Dom Campbell. And if you want to email me, you can email me at dom at com. And Tamal, I'd like to offer to um, anybody who's listening, I'd like to offer them a free 45-minute breakthrough session with me. Oh, so uh, awesome. all they have to do is just mention that they've heard, you know, that they heard this um, broadcast okay. on Spiritually Speaking. And, yeah, I, I wanted to be able to do that for you guys. Okay.
0: Oh, and praise God. What a blessing. What a blessing. And I'm sure we have someone, really, or more than one person, (laughs) (laughs) to reach out to you, and I will definitely make sure that we get all the information down for you. And thank you so much, Mr. Campbell, for your knowledge and your practical information that you have provided for us tonight. I have truly received something tonight, and I hope that you, my listeners, have enjoyed the show tonight and the information I pray has been helpful. If you are overwhelmed, feeling out of balance, sick and tired of being sick and tired, I encourage you to give yourself permission to relax, set goals that are reasonable, that you may live a life of peace, happiness, and enjoy the life and abundance that God has given to uh, to each of us. Thanks again for tuning in to Amazing Grace right here on Faith Broadcast. Until next time, everyone have a good night and God bless.